Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every episode we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your stand joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Yoshi's Island for the Super NES. Yoshi's Island is the story of a shape-shifting dinosaur with highly questionable parenting skills on a quest to recreate the plot of 2023's Super Mario Bros. movie in a world made entirely of chalk and crayons. Uh, the, the, okay, let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie for a second. Yeah. Yeah. So this this game is just that. Uh, well, I mean, every Mario game is either trying to find the princess or trying to find Luigi. And this yeah. one happened to be a trying to find Luigi game. Trying to find Luigi. Now, the problem is this: the, the premise of this game, the stork is trying to deliver baby Mario and Luigi to his, their parents in yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, so this is... This but it's game, not the mushroom... Uh, well... This game is just perfect proof that Nintendo had no desire to actually lock down any sort of backstory for Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Because, you know, you kind of have, like, the, they're from Brooklyn, they're they're plumbers, and they somehow got to the Mushroom Kingdom, and then this one's like, no, they're babies, and they're, like, in the Mushroom Kingdom already. Yeah, and then in the Super Mario Brothers movie, Nintendo's just like, no, they're, they're not in the... Yeah. They're not from the mushroom. They don't even it's know about very, that. They have real families. They're real working, <laughs> working plumbers. <laughs> yeah, they're real plumbers. So it's there's just <laughs> don't there is. It's just like how we've talked about how people get really hung up on like the whole like trying to figure out the timeline of Zelda, and it's like just don't. Nintendo's not interested in actually like locking down any amount of canon. It's just 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 come along for the ride with whatever we've dreamt up this time. <laughs> Which you see all these people like pontificating about a potential Nintendo crossover cinematic universe. And it's like, I don't know if Nintendo has any desire to do that because then they're going to actually have to commit on some things and they don't really want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the MCU. Um, it is the Mario cinematic <laughs> universe. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that is what I'm talking so about. So far, one movie in. It's um, well, I like to think it's, it's a larger actually, multiverse. It's, it's two movies in. They're doing the. It is an MCU akin to the MCU. We have Tobey Maguire Spider Man. We have Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and then we have Spider Man. Spi- uh, Tom you're talking Holland. about with the multiverse. Yeah. All the other Mario, the, the live action Mario yes. was part of the same. Yeah, it gets acknowledged somewhat. But as I was playing this game, I realized. Um, I can see how the the live action Mario movie got made based on this source material. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's the same movie, really. You know? <laughs> well, now that I well, also seeing the new Mario movie, seeing Bowser's love for Peach, seeing the way that he um, kind of acts, and, and when you think about you played Mario Odyssey, right? They just took they even had him wearing the Mario Odyssey outfit at one point. I actually haven't played Super Mario Odyssey. I've only what? played a couple worlds of it. Oh no! Yeah, Dan. But as we get, as we flesh why out do these you characters, ha- why do you do this thing where you skip all of the good, <laughs> the good games? Like I'm not gonna play Breath of the Wild. I'm not gonna play Mario Odyssey. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was actually just saying to my son recently, like we need to finish Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. But as uh, the point is, as 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 I've been thinking about Mario movies and just this game, Yoshi's Island, and how sort of there's so a lot of messed up stuff in it. And as Nintendo fleshes out these characters, 
Um, I'm starting to really appreciate this universe a lot more. I'm starting to realize how messed up it is. And what and do you mean messed up? You keep saying that. You like you Dan said before we started going. Like this game would be mature if anybody else made it. Besides Nintendo. Like what do you I mean? Not, what are not, you talking? It's like not drawing quite. crayons. Yeah, well, that's that's just it, right? That's how you get away with like, oh, Yoshi just freezes these people and he smashes them into bits. Or I'm just gonna like throw these these things into the lava. Yeah, but set, it's not set like these plants on fire. I'm gonna. I'm the main mechanic is I'm going to eat things. Yeah. And turn them into eggs. You don't I'm think stealing the- chicken babies and they now think I'm their parent and they're following me around and I'm just going to throw them at something. Are you describing this game or Mandalorian I- season three? <laughs> I haven't seen Mandalorian season three. I'll just hold on to that to in your it. brain. It'll make sense at some point. Yeah. Yeah, and then you think about like when you go to the the original Super Mario Brothers movie and how Yoshi's like a dinosaur and he's like, oh, he's King Koopa Warren. Well, that's the difference, right? If you like, show him as like an actual dinosaur, like ripping hunks of meat off enemies, <laughs> that's that's sure. But when, how do you, that's how that movie got made, right? They're like, what is what is Super Mario Brothers? I don't know. Let's read about it. It's like it's plumbers. They set things on fire. Like it's Yoshi. He just you know throws stuff in lava, and you have people trying to steal these babies. I I mean, you know, I, I, I'm just interested to see you were just picturing this all to be a lot more graphic than it was in reality. I'm, I'm starting to realize how graphic this universe is, and I'm appreciating the original Super Mario Brothers movie more because I see how it got made. It was the real. It was the unfiltered like, yeah. version of Mario. They were like, all right, we're making a live action Mario. What is Mario? Well, it's that. <laughs> On a similar note, I mean, uh talking about media that didn't really capture the source material at all. Think about the sequel to Super Mario World 2. Like, oh, yeah. What if we made a sequel to Super Mario World yeah. and just didn't have Mario in it? Yeah, so this, really. is, this is Super Mario World 2 colon Yoshi's Island. Yeah, which I didn't even realize until yeah. like booting this up and playing it. It's like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be a sequel to one of the most beloved games of all time. Yeah, it's really weird to me that this is a sequel. But then, you know, we would, I, I mentioned that on Discord you know, this week and you were like, did you play Mario too? And I was like, yeah, but which is also a weird but, sequel. Yeah. All the sequels around this time, they were just like doing weird stuff. Well, this sequels. was 1995. I know, but man, like, like those first, that first decade of Nintendo, yeah. like 85 to 90, like what, there are some weird sequels in there. But the reason this is a little bit weird to me is cause like you have Mario one and then Mario two was weird, obviously. And then Mario three was like, no, we're going back let's to go, the, like the let's thing. Go back. And then Super Mario World was like classic Mario. And then you had Super Mario Land 1 and 2, and those are pretty similar games. And so for this to be Super Mario World 2, it's not quite as weird as Mario 2, no, but it's no. it's definitely doesn't feel like it should be called Super Mario World 2. I watched a video online about kind of like the development of this game, and it's talking about how the guy who kind of ran away and like did this whole thing he up to this point had not been a like game design lead. He was yeah. a pixel artist. And like, so you can tell, you see like the art is like a huge focal point in this game. And everybody like who was like a big wig at Nintendo had already moved on to developing stuff for the N64. Yeah. And so they kind of just let this like untested pixel letters guy run free and create the concept for this game. So that's probably why it feels so different. And not like what you'd expect. I don't know because uh, according to Wikipedia, we got some fun facts. We should just get into them in a minute. Let's do but, it, yeah. Um, yeah, this game was in development for four years. Development started in 1991 because <laughs> this game came out in 1995. So it's kind of wild. Yeah, what does that mean though? Like how, how? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. 
deep they were into like actually working. Like you can say, hey, this first game did really good. We've greenlit another game. Yeah. And we're doing like sketches. But like how much development was actually happening? Well, apparently, so some prototype stuff got leaked or something recently. And there's a maybe a version of this with Donkey Kong in it. So maybe they were thinking about like Donkey Kong being a character in this, um, whatever this game was supposed to be, or I think there was also like some prototypes of it. So I don't really know the deep history of the sort of phases that this game went through. But I did see like at one point it was called Donkey. Well, and nobody's sure if that is referring to this being a Donkey Kong game or just referring to Yoshi being a person that carries around another person. Yeah, or being called a donkey by Baby Bowser. Is Baby Bowser in anything else? I have no idea, dude. I don't know. Baby Mario characters are kind of not my not my favorite. No, no. Like when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna add four new characters to Mario Kart." Oh, sweet. Who is it gonna be? Oh, baby Mario characters. Like I don't really care about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I'm glad that I feel okay about baby Mario characters. That's like a it's little like bit of variety um, to the series. What were like baby Muppets? I wasn't a fan of baby. You Muppet. mean Muppet babies? Muppet babies, Tiny Tunes. It's like ah. Uh, no. You're not a fan of babies, Jordan? It's fine. I just like, why do we need to make babies? Jordan, why do you hate babies? Um, I don't hate babies. I want to <laughs> go on the record and say I don't hate babies. I'm just like, I'm not clamoring for the, like, Iron Man, the infant years. You know, like, that's not something uh, that's like a Yeah, well, that, that... Marvel babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't need that. you're in danger of that. But Disney, Disney Plus does have some of that stuff. Disney Junior, they're like... Let's make Spider-Man for kids. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Man's rescuing a cat. Uh, <laughs> Green Goblin's making it rain. Controlling <laughs> oh, the weather. He's making it rain again. Yeah, we're supposed to have, like it's supposed to be sunny, but now Green Goblin made it rain. Like oh, those are the kind of stakes that we need in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. No more universe-ending stuff. <laughs> Just like it's raining. It was Casual, supposed to yeah. be a sunny day today. Uh, let's get into the fun facts, Jordan. Of course, this one developed and published by Nintendo. Of course. Of course. Uh, Miyamoto was a producer on this game, and uh, Koji Kondo, the, the composer, of course, Koji Kondo of Legend of Zelda fame and Super Mario Brothers fame, you know, wrote some of the most classic Nintendo tunes of all time. Sure did. Yep. Uh, this game originally came out in Japan in August of 1995. In North America, it came out in October of 1995. Europe, it also came out in October. In Australia, it came out in December of 1995. Wow. So, yeah. And then the uh, fall of 2002 is when uh, the Game Boy Advance version came out, which uh, has, a, has a little bit of extra stuff. A little bit of extra it stuff. It does. And I heard the most important thing is that the Game Boy Advance game um, dialed down some of the annoying sound effects a little bit. Really? Yeah. See, I thought about, I was at a crossroads at this one because in the middle of my playthrough, my Nintendo Switch Online sub- subscription expired. And it was this whole thing. And I thought about playing the GBA version. But then I had a free seven-day trial queued up for the Nintendo Switch Online. So I was like, I'm just going to continue my playthrough and not waste another hour playing through World 1 again. Yeah. Uh, Of course, this game introduced Yoshi's flutter jump and egg spawning abilities. Of course. You know, before he was just like, I'm making cookies, solving puzzles. Yeah. I'm being ridden by this adult plumber. Yeah. I'm just getting sacrificed. (laughs) Yeah. Helping him jump over pits, getting thrown in pits. It's pretty amazing that he learned how to jump. Um, didn't know how to jump. Yeah, he learned the, how to the, jump with his legs. Yeah, just well. How else? <laughs> how else do you jump? Well, no, flutter the floating, the fluttering. Ah, uh, not, not. There's no wings. No. 
Sorry, I thought I was just talking about jumping. You're talking about flying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Just falling with, falling with <laughs> style, I guess. Egg, the egg mechanic. I'm glad he learned how to do that. Turn things into eggs? Turn things into eggs through his digestion. And <laughs> do we think that the Yoshis in Super Mario World, like, were just sandbagging it? Or they were a different kind of Yoshi that didn't have these abilities? Or maybe they just, like, as a society, really advanced in... Well, no, because they would have had to have lost these skills because this is technically a prequel, not a sequel. <sighs> See, these are, this is what happens when you try to dig into the Nintendo lore. You end up in... All sorts of contradictions and and who is the Yoshi? Where's, yeah, where's he at in the, this entire? Green Yoshi is the Yoshi, Just, and he's in the last level of every world. In the last they level made him the world. like. So I don't know if you noticed this, but you play a different color Yoshi in each level. Yeah, you always I did. End, I did notice that you always end with Green Yoshi because they recognize that he's the, really the only one that matters. There's not only one Green Yoshi though. Yeah, Green Yoshi. Yeah, there. Uh, That's green, Yoshi. Green Yoshi is a is a species no, of listen, Yoshi. He's not green Yoshi. There's Yoshi, and then there's yellow Yoshi, pink Yoshi, whatever. Like, all the other ones have the color, but Yoshi is Yoshi. I mean, I don't know about that. That's, I don't know. I'm not Did you check a Wikipedia on no, that? No, 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 have no. you checked I'm fan not sites? I'm saying this is a, a fact. I'm saying this is for me. <laughs> this is, for this me, is, this is the truth. <laughs> this is not an objective fact. This is just subjective, my opinion about Yoshis and their colorations and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm pretty sure there's more than one green Yoshi, especially since in Super Mario World, how many Yoshis can you throw in a pit and they're still going to come out green? You know what I'm saying? There's got to be multiple green Yoshis. Well, they live in the... They're, they're not they live in the pits. Yeah, they just live down they there. They live in the pits. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan, the goal was to make a more accessible game than previous Mario games and have a more gentle and relaxing pace by removing things like the timer and emphasizing exploration in this. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you feel that? I did. I definitely noticed it was a different vibe than yeah. Super Mario World. Yeah. it's uh, It was interesting, which is another just like Super Mario World 2. It's like... No, but the like, name the name is kind of silly. It, it's it's its own thing. What would you think if uh, I don't know if this is if this is a thing, but I was I had this thought. What would Kaizo Yoshi's Island <laughs> look like? What is what is that? Kaizo, mean? you know, like Kaizo Kaizo Super Mario World or whatever. The really hard. Oh 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 yeah yeah. When people make really hard um, levels <laughs> in Mario Maker. No, just like it's well the. Yeah, it was its okay. own thing. It was a standalone thing. Kaizo, Kaizo Mario, or whatever. Kaizo? 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 Bro, I, I just I've learned never... this word a minute really? ago. You, you don't know about... Me. I think that like you're the talking about like the... hard, like, fan-made, like... Mar- From Mario, yeah. Mario Maker. Not Mario Maker. This is this predates Mario Maker. People were making Mario before Mario Maker? Yeah. It's in the name. How do you make a Mario without a Mario? We don't... All right. Whatever. Uh, anyway, any more fun facts? Uh, during the game sold over 4 million copies and was considered a masterpiece and one of the greatest games of all time. Yes, this game has very effusive reviews. Like people had a lot of nice stuff to say about this game. This is one of those games, Jordan, that people I feel like speak fondly about a whole lot. Oh yeah, like I there's very little negative to be said and the things that are negatively said well, we'll fix that, are um <laughs> Repeated by everybody, like like everybody. Like, well, well, when we talk about the things that are bad about this game, well, at least for me, anyway, it's kind of the <laughs> the stuff that everybody like is yeah. very clear to acknowledge. Uh, well, maybe I think I have one thing that might be a little bit outside of the norm, but yeah, yeah. I mean it. It's a it's a good game. At least I felt like it was, I enjoyed this game. I I don't. know. I'm kind of getting some different vibes from you, but it I, was a video game. 
Oh boy. Yeah. Well, at least it can be your turn to um, <laughs> be hated for be hated. Like, we'll see about not that. No, e- a easy, game. easy. All right, we'll see. Easy, we'll see. Easy. We should, we should say I finished this game like a, an hour before we started recording, and I was rushing through the last three worlds of it, which guess, is hey, half of the game. Listen, if I rushed through half of the game. <laughs> hating beloved games, finishing an hour before we record. Identity theft is not a joke, Dan. I don't appreciate you trying to steal my thing. <laughs> no, I, I was actually at this weird place with this game where I was like, do I stop playing this or do I try to rush through the end of it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to be as fair as possible with my points. With okay. this one. That's so. good. Because uh, usually we don't. Usually we're just very unfair. Yeah, yeah. Usually we don't even play the game. We just <laughs> just make no, just sight unseen, make up our opinions. Yeah. Jordan Super Nintendo version has a hidden two player mode with mini games that you can play. <sighs> Why are you giving yeah. me that? Why look? am I giving you that? Yeah. Earlier di- on Discord, it's like I hope Dan didn't see that. I was like, it's in my fun facts. It's already it's already done. All right. Well, two player mode, Yoshi's Island. Somebody okay. controls the baby and they collect coins with the Wiimote. The other person controls Yoshi. <sighs> He's disappointed that was his trivia. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let me just delete this bottom section. Come on. Talk what? about the mini games. Talk about the mini games. What do you, what? Did you play this two player? No. Well, did how, why would I have played this two player? <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> It's a hidden game mode. It's not like, oh, you didn't try this thing that's out there for everybody. It's like you have to input a code and unlock mini, mini games. And also, we'll get there about the mini games. Okay. I got thoughts about the mini games. Yeah. Well, so on the 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 map of this um, the map of this game, the level select screen or whatever. You know, at the top you have like all the levels, and then there is this like picture of a Super Nintendo controller with a number one next to it. And you would think that like, oh, I can go there and like set the game to two player mode or something. But it's just like, no, we're gonna put this thing. If you want to change the control scheme. We're just going to yeah. put this on the map screen for you. Because <laughs> you, you can, yeah, you can switch your controls around, which I tried, and I think the default ones were better. The patient or hasty controls? In this game, you are Yoshi, and you throw eggs. Uh, it's not like a normal, like today, you'd Yoshi, have a dual analog island. stick, and you would aim where you want yeah. to, th- like if you've no, played. You, wait, well, mm, I'm trying to think, because I've played Crafted World. I've played Crafted and Wooly, but I cannot remember how they work. You would assume (laughs) (laughs) I've played, I think I've beaten both of those games. I don't think they have this mechanic though with the, anyway, you want to throw an egg and like a cursor is bouncing up and down and you hit a button to lock the position. If you want. If you want. And then you hit the button to throw the egg or whatever. And in hasty mode, just when you you hold down the button and then you let go and it throws it. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I found out in the back half of the game that you could like lick up in the air too. I didn't realize you could throw your tongue up in the air. Yep. I was like, huh. The, the, the more I learn about these controls. The, there's not that many this. buttons in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's eight buttons. Yeah. What am I going to do? Uh, Jordan, there are two hidden levels in each world that will unlock if the player gets a perfect score on all eight levels. And additionally... The Game Boy Advance version adds an exclusive hidden level to each world. I did not unlock any of the bonus levels. No, I mean, I got like a, I was close. I got like a 31 on one level, got a 39. <laughs> I think I got a Out 20, of 100? 20, 20, 29. Yeah. And the part, I was like, okay, so does the. Did you does, get, I got some 100s. You didn't get any 100s. I might've gotten one, but I might not have even gotten one. I think I got some 99s, but. Oh man. Um, yeah. I went back into another level. To just be like, all right, did it save what I got in here? 
Like I shouldn't have to get all the daisies and red coins again. You don't have to do anything. No, you it's don't a video game. You can choose. Well, you don't have to get everything. Here's the problem though. Hidden levels. That's a great reward for getting everything. You barely finished this game. That. You didn't need any no, extra no, no, levels. No, 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 no. And for for the 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 person who's just gonna play this because they want to play it. Yeah. Like that's a great incentive for you to explore and do the things. Yeah. Go for I it. love that. Um, if it's just like a, oh, you did it. It's like, I can't remember if the super Nintendo like in Donkey Kong where like you, you get the hundred and one percent or whatever it yeah. is. And then it's like, ah, you did it. And or like just... Celeste, they're like, you can get the strawberries. They don't do anything, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like you can do it if you want, but like, there's no point. Like I, yeah, I like that there's an incentive for you to go, what are those hidden worlds? And, uh, I would be tempted to, to hundred percent this game. That, yeah. For that reason, I I'm not ever interested in that in any yeah. game. I feel like Super Mario Brothers, like um, New Super Mario Brothers, has like get all the things, and then I don't think it's like worth your time to get all the things. They're just like ah. Here's a pro tip: it's not ever worth all your time to go achievement hunting or any of that stuff. In well, if you really game. like a game, though, if it makes the game more fun. Like, that's fine. I mean, and if you're unlocking hidden worlds, like why would like, at that's, which point that's you're thing. doing it to appease your own brain and not because of any internal reward baked into the game? I want to know what those hidden levels are. I do. I guarantee you, it's gonna be something dumb. It's gonna be another lottery mini game. No, they're. I think they're levels. I don't know. Whatever. Who knows? No one will ever Whatever. know. That's my fun facts. Those are so fun. Yeah? Did you have fun listening to me? I yeah, I feel good. I mean, yeah. Might as well just wrap it up here. Yeah. That that was That was fun. At least the facts were fun. Well, that's what some Yoshi's Island. At least the Oh my uh, gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> no, I let's see. I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes from here. Why don't we head on into what the game does well? All right. All right, Dan, for me, the top thing about what this game does well is I was blown away by the art. I think the artwork, it's very different, but I think it's very cool. And I think that the fact that they did turn this game over to somebody who was previously just a sprite designer shows in like the way that they went out of their way to pack so much visual creativity into the game. Yeah, this um, this is some of my favorite Nintendo sprite work ever. Yeah, it's incredible. And this might, I don't know, I was thinking this thought and I don't know what the conversation looks like, but I was thinking this might be like the most beautiful Super Nintendo game that I've ever seen. Yeah, which is a huge part of the legacy of this game too. Like you can't read about this game without getting into the weeds almost immediately about the kind of like rivalry whether perceived or actual between this this game and Donkey Kong Country, which was also a very cool looking game for the time, but went in a completely different direction. And there's all of these like controversies that may or may not be real and like these discussions at Nintendo. And you can't dig into the history and the development of this game without like coming across like people who worked on this game and felt pressured to make it more pre-rendered 3D graphics like Donkey Kong and and how much of that was real and how much is not real is, is kind of hard to determine like going back because there's so much around this game and some of it seems to have been blown out of proportion and some of it we're not really sure but there's definitely some interesting history with this game and the art style. Yeah, according to like Wikipedia, like with Donkey Kong's like 3D rendering stuff or whatever, this it 
pushed them to sort of go deeper into the stylization yeah and the the sort of visual look which was like they had this really markered look and they scanned it and then tried to recreate it pixel for pixel yeah they hand drew it and then yeah and they even like the guy uh they brought in a guy who did anime he wasn't like a video game guy at all and they brought or manga i don't know they brought him in to like help with the the graphics on this game yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I'm just, this game, especially again, back to the Super Mario World 2 thing, is like, I like that the Yoshi's franchise or whatever, I think it's interesting that Yoshi specifically kind of sits in these sort of like super stylized, yeah. very different space than than Mario, even though it's like, this is technically a Mario game. You had a lot of stuff where like stuff comes out of the background and comes into yeah. the foreground, or like the weird blob monster things that are not sprites but then they pop sprite eyeballs and onto them and it's like i don't know it, it's really creative the way that they put this game together yeah 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 and it, it like it being one of the later releases on the super nintendo i think it took full advantage of like like you just don't get this level of i guess polish in like super mario world and stuff like that well they had four years on it yeah man there's just something about playing this game where it's like the movement and the, the look of it like i don't know just there's so much here that i'm like I don't even like I've tried I feel like I haven't quite like articulated how this game makes me feel from just like a Super Nintendo platformer that looks incredible kind of well, way. Here's here's a good here's a good <laughs> quote. This, this quote from Nintendo Life. Uh, they wrote that the game marked a new era in the art of video games that prioritized creativity over graphics technology. Yeah. Which is kind of like yeah, a yeah, shot yeah. across the bow again at Donkey Kong. And we're like digging into that, you have this is the thing about it. So there's there's allegedly this quote from Shigeru Miyamoto where he said, Donkey Kong Country proves that players will put up with mediocre gameplay as long as the art is good. Yeah. And then you have this whole... <laughs> <What's>, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is like a whole okay. thing. And it was a, okay. he, he later said, like denied. He's like, I don't know if that's really... I think my words are being taken out. Like he kind of has like stepped that back and like tried to say yeah. that it's not true. And he even did work on Donkey Kong Country to some extent. <laughs> okay. But the story goes that Miyamoto was working on Yoshi's Island at the same time as Donkey Kong Country uh, was coming out and being this big success. And there was all this pressure from Nintendo to make Yoshi's Island visual style kind of like Donkey Kong Country. And you do have some of that in Yoshi's Island where uh, the world map is like this yeah. 3D render and you have the opening cutscene. And even when Mario, baby Mario, he's riding on your back and if you get hit, he falls off and he floats around in a bubble. And if he floats around long enough, these like flying, what are those things? That's just where the bubble started. You just like, I yeah, was like, oh, this, this is where bubbles started. This is where bubbles started. <laughs> so, but if you if he's up there long enough, ten seconds, these little like, flying toady monster things come in, and they're pre-rendered three D, kind of like Donkey Kong stuff. So there are some remnants still of where they experimented with this style in here. But well, it was the chip. They had the whatever. There was some chip in the cartridge. Yeah, mode seven. Allowed. It wasn't. It, <laughs> it actually wasn't. I don't think it, no, technically mode seven. I, I think, think they called it mode two. I'm, I'm serious. Some, I was something too. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, there was, there was something. something. Anyway. So <laughs> anyway, they, they were feeling the pressure from Nintendo to kind of do this pre-rendered graphics thing because Donkey Kong, I mean, Donkey Kong country, pretty incredible looking for a super Nintendo game. Right. Yeah. Um, but they get frustrated with all this pressure. And so then they double down and like totally went all in on the crayon and like the heavy yeah. line work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I said, they, they, Miyamoto does kind of push back on saying, 
I don't know if that's really what I said, yeah. but that's it's out there. And uh, there's a, there's like <laughs> a whole there's layers of stuff to that rumor. And it, whether it was layers real parfaits, whether it was real or not, <laughs> there is definitely some perceived rivalry between yeah, these two games. For sure. I don't know. Another thing I like, which sort of fits uh, piggybacks onto the last point is like the just the Mario 2 stuff that's in this game. You have like the shy guys and the, yeah. you also had, are they, are the, the ones that shoot bullets, are those shy guys? Or is that a different, they have like a mask and they spit like the black bullets or black pilots or whatever. Dude, I am not the person to ask about Mario lore. <laughs> yeah. And then the, you can like go down inside some of the pipes and then it's like the Mario two yeah, pipes well, where it's like a contained little room. Yeah. Which I really like the idea of that. Like now that I think about it, it's like, oh, this is, this is what they're doing. They're just, they're just hanging out. Yeah, this is what the inside of a, a, a like, canister that spits out shy guys. It's like <laughs> going into like. a genie's lamp. Yeah, it, it just they just hang out. All in right, there. it's just a, like it's little things. Like they yeah. didn't have Nintendo doesn't have to do that. No, like they, they it it is pointless. There was no point it, in Mario Two. They're like they're hiding keys and stuff in there. Yeah, but like in this game, it, just the occasional. I don't think I found a single thing in one of those containers where it was just like, hey. The shy guy container house. They just rewarded you for trying to go down it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, an Easter egg, maybe. Ooh, a Yoshi egg, even. Yoshi egg, there you go. It's just, I don't know. It was something I wrote down. I was like, yeah. um, I like the game that keeps teaching you how to play, and you yeah. can mention, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you stumble across. Uh, I think especially playing this game after Final Fantasy Tactics, where one of our big complaints was the game doesn't ever teach you how to play. Yeah. And this game is like constantly, even into the very far late levels of the game, it's still like teaching you stuff. And it's not stuff that you didn't have access to before, but you didn't, might not have realized. Like there's one um, area where it teaches you like, hey, you can actually bounce your eggs off of walls and under platforms. And that's like halfway through the game. And then yeah. you're like immediately rewarded with, you use that as a way to defeat the next boss. Well, I think it's, it's when like, they get more technical with some of the mechanics. They're like, we're going to, Okay, here's the deal. We're going to make you do this to get through this level. Yeah. So here's an entire room where we're going to force you to do that to progress through this room. Almost like Metroid when you get a new ability. Yeah, but these are abilities you always had. You just yeah. didn't realize you could use them in that way. Yeah. But they really do a good job of saying, hey, here's the thing. You need to know this. Yeah. Um, like even, uh, I don't remember late into the game you go you end up in this area and they're like you can flutter multiple times yes it's like and wait, i was I like double jump? wait what <laughs> so uh, i was using that for the rest of the game too of just yep. like multi flutter tapping because it's just like so you jump and then you hold the jump button or whatever and you'll flutter and then you can hit the jump button again if you're still in the air to flutter again and yeah. i don't know if i would have realized that Nope. Had it not told me. So, yeah, the tutorial handholding in this was really good. It is. Um, and like I mentioned, a lot of the times they're taking that skill, whatever it is that you've practiced at the level, and then that is going to be your main mechanic for beating the boss. Yeah. And speaking of bosses, this might speaking be of bosses. a controversial statement, but I believe that the bosses in this game are truly the best bosses in the Mario franchise up to this point. Interesting. It's like we've gone from you're just jumping on a guy's head to here's a boss with a very creative move set and way that he moves. And you are going to have to defeat him in a unique way. Each time is it's unique. Every boss was different. I really, like I found myself like, I don't know, feeling joy at uh, the creative problem solving and just like the creative boss design. 
I really like the bosses in this. Yeah, game. I also have the bosses, uh, the the creativity with the bosses written down. Yeah, um, it's it's they're they're pretty simple once you know what to do. Well, each one but, is just a normal enemy that you fought throughout the level, and then you get to the boss fight, and the wizard dude Kamek is that his name? Yeah, flies in, and the screen gets all sparkly, and then usually the boss gets really big and turns into like a boss form of whatever that monster or enemy is. Yeah. And then in some case, well, one case, you shrink down really small, you get eaten by this frog and you're inside you of You get digested. Stomach. They're like, what What if? Which is really funny because you defeat the frog, well, you defeat his stomach, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then you get pooped out. Yeah. Maybe. And yep. Yoshi is standing that's there. What, that's, let's talk. Do you want to so be honest good. about what this franchise really is? I love it. Yoshi is standing <laughs> there looking straight up traumatized. I have in my notes. I that took he a screenshot traumatized. of it. Yeah. I took Dan a screenshot of it. mentioned before we started recording that he I took several the- screenshots of how messed up this game is. <laughs> it's not messed up. It's I t- funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. I, and the, here's the thing. I was going to post them on Discord, but Nintendo, I was like, all right. It's, I, <laughs> Oh, trying to get them off your trying switch. To get them off. Scan a QR code. Cool. Scan another QR code. Okay, I've got it. It's not loading. The page is just white. Why? Like, what? There's this is not loading the screenshot. Like, what? Can I please the in, screenshot in, in PlayStation it's when you take a screenshot or a video? It shows up in the app. It's fine. It's fine. Like, what? Like, why can't I just have my screenshots in my Nintendo Switch Online app? You, you you can you just um you just pull out your camera on your phone and you take, take a picture, picture of your TV. Of your TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's a terrible. System. I've gotten them off my Switch before. I think you can. I it used to be easier when you could just it would like tweet it and then you could download your oh tweet and then delete your tweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's easier. <laughs> That's much easier than scanning two QR codes and it making a temporary website for your screenshots. Come like what. Why is that a thing? You got to scan the QR code and then it'll, um, you have to sign up to make a, a GeoCities account and then it'll be hosted on your private GeoCities page. But it's only temporary and you have to. Um, this doesn't make sense. It's 2023. And it's not like Microsoft and PlayStation haven't done a much better job of like, I don't know, standardizing or making this just like an easy process. That's something super basic it's, that you just shouldn't have this much trouble dude, with. It's, it's just Nintendo being Come on, Nintendo. Nintendo. It's fun. What were we even talking about? Um, we were talking about getting pooped by yeah, frogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you went on to a screenshot thing all of a sudden. Because I took a screenshot of, for several seconds, Yoshi looking traumatized. Yeah, no, it's Which a is while. hilarious. Yes, he looks very shocked at what just happened. Yeah. That's okay. What's going on with Kamek and Bowser? What's their relationship? Especially like... It doesn't seem healthy. It's questionable after the movie, too. Yeah. Why is this all-powerful wizard just doing the bidding of a really rude guy? Baby. Like, Kamek's been there, like, raising Bowser. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess in this game, he's baby Bowser. This is, again, just why we shouldn't have baby characters. (laughs) It's confusing. It's confusing. Uh, Yeah, the boss... But, yeah, the bosses are creative. They were... They took like, you know, usually like three hits or whatever, just like you like. I do like that. Yeah. But there um, were some that were more pretty creative easy than once that. you figured them out. There was a really cool one where it was like a giant Arkanoid, like brick breaker yep. level. Yeah. That was like the Mario three kind of like you got to uh, get the boss the floor, to go the, yeah. to the floor. You had one where like you had to push the blob dude until. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was just really creative. Every one of them was like. Making me realize, oh, it's not just jump on a dude's head. Like the blob one. Previous I Mario was, bosses. I did not like the blob one very much. 
But like no. it was still very doable. There was no having to I cheese had to re- the bosses. I cheesed so much. What? I had to cheese so much. Okay. Well, that kind of goes to my last point here. Right. I'm going to see what you think about this. Okay. Because I had I got to play this game kind of leisurely. I played almost the entire game on airplanes. Um, and you were kind of rushing. So I wonder, I'm interested to see what you think about this last point is that the difficulty was just right for me. For you, um, yeah. It sits somewhere between Mario and Kirby. And I think the game starts in Kirby world where it's like very simple and then it ends up more Mario, which is what I like in a platformer because I'm not especially good at them. It took me about 10 hours to beat, which was two hours longer than uh, how long to beat says it should take. And I played, it didn't feel too long over the course of a week. And even like after I finished, I was like the next day I was like, I want to play more of that. So I, I feel like yeah. the difficulty sat in the right place. I didn't really use much, if any rewind at all. Like the game was generous <laughs> with lives. I felt I good. used rewind so much. Really? Oh man. I just couldn't be bothered at certain points. I just, I'm like, I cannot be bothered. I feel like it's but so I was, forgiving. I was kind though. of rushing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. part of it was I was just like, not only do I not have time, but I just don't have patience to be bothered right now. Well, that's fair. One, I will say the only times when I felt like I was really kind of like pushed to use Rewind was when uh, Mario would fall off me and trigger something that we'll talk about later. And just like, I, I just... Had to rewind because I didn't want to deal with the repercussions of what happens when Mario falls off a Yoshi. And that is a whole other thing where like he's just floating and it's interrupting my, what I'm trying to do. So I was like, I don't, I can't be bothered with this. Um, Yeah. I was thinking I was, I was, as I was sitting there playing it today, I was thinking about the difficulty and going like, could my kindergarten son beat this on his own? Like, is that where this game is? No. And I was like, no, there's probably a few parts where you have to be careful with the way that you aim eggs or like there there's puzzles or not puzzles. Per, there are, Actually, there are puzzles, puzzles and mazes um, where I'm like, I don't know if, if he'd be able to do this without help. But in the later stages, you could play through the first couple of stages. No problem. Like the world's yeah. no problem. It definitely ramps up from Kirby just move from left to right to more you have to kind of navigate and like you said go through different yeah. you know but pick, i feel like pick your way through the level i feel like an eight to ten year old could probably get there get all the way through this maybe not get all the way through like a, a traditional mario game unless kids these days <laughs> are just like that good at these kind of old school games but I do feel like the difficulty probably the highest i think the difficulty gets in this is probably like the middle phases of like a normal Mario game. Like once you get to like world five in like a normal Mario game, that's probably like the peak difficulty of this game. Yeah. Did you say that's about right? Yeah. I feel like, like I said, I feel like you start out Kirby and Mario, but you're not ever reaching like yeah Mario two Japanese levels. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I have some more points, Jordan. Let's hear it. The transformations and like the random like power, the watermelon powers which i thought was like interesting oh you're giving me a watermelon i can spit seeds cool give me an ice watermelon i can turn these enemies into giblets yeah made of ice ice yeah i can set the world on fire (laughs) there was one part in the ice world where there's just like a couple shy guys like frozen in ice part of the the art not like enemies you can unfreeze how did these shy guys get frozen in the floor and why am i looking at them 
It was just a cold snap. They were sleeping. Traumatizing. Cold yeah. snap. Yeah. But yeah, the transformations I thought were, were an interesting change up for the gameplay. You have like the, the your, your tank or a train or a helicopter or a submarine. We're going to give baby Mario superstar power where you can just run through the world. I was like, I, well, I didn't necessarily think those segments were like, oh, this is amazing. A bunch of fun. I like that they're changing up the gameplay. I like that they're giving me more to do. Yeah. I like the that the there's no fire flower, but like eating watermelons and now I'm spinning seeds and I'm sort of powered up temporarily. Like I like that that stuff was in the game. I think it added something to it. That uh, I did like the power ups, like as far as getting the watermelon stuff. Like that was cool. Uh, I liked when you would hit the thing and then baby Mario would be running around. Yeah, that was cool. Running up walls, invincible. Yeah, as a baby should be. These yeah, yeah, can't yeah. kill this baby. No. no. Uh, really <laughs> did not like any of the transformation segments. Those were by far my least favorite parts of the game. Really? Like turning into a helicopter or a train or a car. Like those were so incredibly out of place. And felt <laughs> they, they did feel weird. I they just, did not yeah. feel like a first party Nintendo thing. This felt like a off-brand game I'd play on a computer <laughs> lab computer in elementary school or something really? and did not like any of that. I don't think it like necessarily the physics like, were like bad. The, the idea of it. Everything was bad with that. It, out of place definitely feels like an appropriate description. Why but, can yeah. Yoshi transform into a helicopter? <laughs> exactly, right? But I still, I, I don't know. I still liked it. Uh, I like that. I don't know. I just like that it gave me something a little different. Has that ever been a thing since? Like, I think that Nintendo has just agreed not to ever mention this again. <laughs> Yoshi can transform into be He's a transformer. Like, we're just, <laughs> we're never going to mention that again. That was the acid trip dream. I love like, it. Didn't I actually love it. Well, that's what Super Mario Brothers is, is you're eating mushrooms and seeing yeah. stars and you're a plumber in the mushroom kingdom. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, I have the egg boxes written down for some reason. I like just like giving you refills. Yeah, yeah, giving you refills. I like the Nintendo. Let's just top them up right here. Good, good level design. Yeah, you need eggs. We're gonna give you eggs, and I just was like, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. That's something they carried through to future Yoshi games, where it's we're just gonna let you fill up, and you kind of know when you pick one of those, like you see an egg box. I'm going to need a lot of eggs either to solve some sort of puzzle, or yeah. there's a boss battle coming up. Top up if you yeah. see an egg box. They're not just random. Yeah, just just a nice little thing. Also, Jordan, I like that the uh, that you have things to do in in each level besides just reach the end of the level. Like in Super Mario Brothers, you're just like get from point A to point B. In this, we got 20 hidden red coins through the level we got five daisies and you have to get through the level with skill when you get hit baby mario flies off your back your timer drains and you have uh, throughout the level they will give you stars that top up your timer all the way up to 30 yeah if you get you know to the end of the level with 30 uh, on your timer they you get a score out of 100 Man, when you put, when you put it that way, it just sounds like a great gameplay. It is great gameplay. You got red coins and daisies and I stars will, and yeah. I will say, as somebody who doesn't care about collectathons, I don't care about like finding yeah. all of the coins or the stars or the Yoshi coins and Super Mario. I don't care about that. Yeah. I did find myself like trying to finish each level with a good score. Yeah. Would I ever go back and try to like get a better score? No, don't care about that one bit. But it was a nice thing at the end of each level to see. And like I did play accordingly, like, oh, I'm going to grab that star and top up. It, it was a nice little addition, yeah. even for those of us who aren't trying to 100% anything. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like that it's just, there's something more to do. And it feels, again, you are unlocking hidden worlds if you get a perfect score in all eight levels, which to me is, is insane. It's like, I don't know about, because I didn't get 100 in like, <laughs> maybe besides one level in the game. I'm like, I don't know. This seems, this feels brutal. It's just an extra thing for you to do after you've beaten a game that's not very difficult to beat. I really like that it's in there and that it's incentivized through to to give you extra content for doing it. Jordan, last thing on my list. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. (laughs) It felt to me like Nintendo took inspiration from Power Rangers the movie with the skiing segment in this game. Do you remember Power Rangers the movie? No. Uh, you're, you're surfing, you're, you're surfing, you're surfing, uh, the, the snowboarding and surfing level in, in Power Rangers the movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. Never mind. Uh, yeah, the, you're just like skiing and did you ski in this game? Did you go in the hut and you, sk- you, you come out and you got skis and baby Mario's got a snow hat on? No. You, are you serious? How would I, no. When did that happen? Oh, <sighs> I never, I never skied in this game. You don't know. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, there's like a little hut, like there's a snow level. Yeah. Do you remember remember, the snow level where you push, you push the giant, you push the ball and it turns into a giant snowball. Yeah. Later on in that level, there's a house. And if you go in the house, you come out with ski equipment on. Oh. And then you ski down a hill and it reminds me so much of Power Rangers, the movie. Oh. Interesting. Nope, I didn't do that. That sounds great. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, I doubt that that was their inspiration, but <laughs> I mean, whatever. Maybe, Why would maybe, you doubt that? maybe it was. Uh, All right, Dan. Anything else about what the game does well? No, I think I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Nice. I'm done. All, right, All right. Well, let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well. All right. All right. Well, I already mentioned uh, that I did not like the morphing segments. That was one of my three points here. Is I really didn't like those. So it's morphing time. Another. Yeah. Which <laughs> Another was Power also inspiration. inspired by the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but I think the number one thing that I have to say I didn't like about this game, and it seems to be the thing that everybody talks about this game, is that the sound effects are bad. And I'm not just talking about the one that everybody hates. Everybody hates yeah. Baby Mario when he gets hit, or when you get hit <sighs> and the baby pops off. It screams and it's like a, a real <sighs> baby screaming. So anybody who has yeah. kids or who has nieces and nephews, anybody who's been around screaming babies is going to hate this game and hate that sound because it is too real. Uh, we were, I was playing it at home and like my wife was like, no, you cannot like, I had to like put on headphones because <laughs> Sounds about right, it yeah. is just so incredibly jarring. And to me, it wasn't even just this sound. Like, the sound effects in this game do not feel like first-party Nintendo. Like, like all of the good sound effects are the ones that they just ripped out of Super Mario World. But you have the jumping sound effect, which sounds terrible. It sounds like something mm. out of like a DOS game. I didn't have a problem with the jumping. The baby sound crying, effect. the bubble popping sound. All of them sound bad. I didn't bad. like the baby crying, and I didn't like the doors opening. The do- <laughs> the doors opening were like a weird like ah yeah like, that's a little that's eh. but other than that like I do feel like okay so Koji Kondo did the music which was fine there's one there's I think there's like one bop on the soundtrack yeah. where I'm just like it's pretty forgettable oh yeah this this um but yeah I don't feel like audio is a strong strong point in this game no either in the music or the sound effects it's kind of telling that that's one of the things that they overhauled when they re-released this on game boy advance yeah they they adjusted 
some of these things. So it was just very strange to me because that's usually something that they put a lot. I mean, you think about how uh, if you've seen the Mario movie that just came out, like how many little like callbacks to Mario sound effects and Mario songs and stuff that there were in that movie, even just for a couple seconds, because it has such memorable sound designs, really well thought out sound design. And this game was lacking. You could tell that their premium sound team had definitely moved on at this point to getting stuff ready for Mario 64. Jordan, I'm so glad the Mario movie was not a dumpster fire. Yeah, no. It makes me so happy. It was a nice breath of fresh air. I just, I'm thinking about it, and I wanted to take my son to see it for the third time this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we're going to have to wait till next weekend. Here's here's the the real problem. I was going to take him this morning if I was done with Yoshi's Island last night, and we didn't get to go see it today for the third time. (laughs) <laughs> this had a, a blessing or a curse i guess we'll never know i'll spend we have like 50 dollars we'll in movie gift cards. <laughs> uh yeah i have mario's crying written down like we don't have to talk about it it's bad be to death uh jordan sometimes the egg throwing mechanic wasn't something that i personally found enjoyable it's not um, the most like fluid motion because yeah. you have to do the whole like the moving yeah. target thing like this game to me like the 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 level design is much tighter in in original Mario games and I think part of why that is is because like you're stopping in this game a lot to throw eggs and to aim them and it just doesn't feel I mean the, the it definitely leans more into the exploration levels feel less um less left to right than they do yeah in like classic Super Mario Brothers I think the egg throwing just really sometimes I guess it was bothering me less towards the end or as I learned like the shoulder button like stops it or like you can throw an egg straight up in the air. But it just it felt like something where I'm like, I don't really like doing this because then another like way that I would abuse rewind was just like I just wasted all my eggs and now I can't get that thing or like I got to go back and get more or like I just want to see this part of this game or yeah, not not in love with the eggs mechanic, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's a bad mechanic. I'm trying to remember how it works in the future to. games. I think that it's more of like a charge thing. So if you just hit the button, it throws it short, and if you hold it longer, the longer you hold it, the more you like wind up, and it throws it further. I don't know if I remember correctly. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't remember it being an issue in my yeah. playthroughs of Wooly World and Crafted World, and so they definitely improved on it from this game. Especially like when when there's a lot going on. In certain segments, there's levels where you're like on a moving platform for most of it. And then they're like, throw an egg while we have like fish jumping out of the water and like stuff floating up. I don't want to sit here and try to aim this thing right now. Yeah, it can be a little chaotic and then you have to wait there for your target. What is it called? Like your scope? I don't know. Reticle? Your aimer reticle? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then you're going to get hit and baby Mario is going to go flying off to the left and you're going to be stunned for three seconds and he's going to scream and then... Oh, it's too soon. It's too soon. I know. Don't even just don't. <laughs> it honestly isn't a terrible idea after you've played like a level or two of this game to just just turn off the sound and listen to Spotify. <laughs> 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 just pick your own soundtrack. Maybe listen to an episode of Worth It or Worthless. I don't maybe, know. Maybe don't. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I feel like there's only like four songs in this game. Is there was there less music in this game than there are in other like Mario games? Surely there's Cause not. Every world has, I'm like, every world has the same music. Have I just never noticed that Mario repeats music this often in most games? Or is it really that there's only like four pieces of music in this? Uh, There are 26 pieces of music in this game. And 32 minutes total of music in this game. 
Well, that's like, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm trying, I'm, I think I'm minimizing like, oh, the bonus game. Um, you can see, compare that to Super Mario World, which has that? two hours. Of okay. Something. All right. So it is a okay. quarter the amount of music. <laughs> All right. So I'm not crazy. There no, was something to that there's crazy. less. Uh, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. There holy are a lot of songs on Super Mario World. So. Yeah, it's it's like a quarter of the amount of the previous game. So you're not you're not crazy. Okay. All right. <laughs> At least not in this instance. Yeah, for once. Yeah. Uh another thing I don't like about this game uh, at the bonus stages, I kind of alluded to this earlier. I'm cool <laughs> with like bonus stages and like Mario Super Mario World had some cool ones where you're doing the little puzzles and stuff. Yeah. Every single bonus stage, every single one without fail in this is some sort of lottery style casino game. Yeah. And First of all, why are we putting lottery gambling <laughs> games in a children's game? That's It's not weird. a children's game. I told you. I've been telling you this okay. this entire episode. It, it is a children's game. And secondly, like it's not fun. There's no skill. All you like think the about one is, Well, there's a matching game. That one's got some skill. You're like we show you a the matching, 14. Dan. It's who a, plays matching games? I'm just saying there's Babies. there's more skill to that one and my three year old if you're including my or, three year old nephew plays matching games. Okay. It's like so like the level of not, skill that's involved is not really that high. But you're also not including in your comments about the bonus game the the like the balloon toss game or balloon toss. The crushing balloons. Like they weren't like the bonus games that you got, but the hidden games that you would get in the world no, where you're like yeah. across from the guy with the mask and it's like do this input and you're passing a balloon. It's like left down B X. Okay. And then you're throwing the balloon back and forth. Did you play this one? I did. Yeah. Okay. But those are in the actual level. I'm talking about yeah. like the actual post level bonus but games. Bonus games. They give you bonuses. Yeah. But like compare that to the mini games from like Kirby and they're like a little bit more creative. There's a little bit more yeah, I like, like the crane game from Kirby. I like the, I like when the, the quick DD, draw one, DD, quick draw. Yeah. DDD's throwing the eggs and you're in a boxing ring. Yeah, the one you're like trying that. to eat. Don't eat the bombs. Don't, don't eat the bombs. Eggs. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm saying. Like you can have little mini games that reward you that aren't just we're going to the casino and <laughs> hit a button and hope <laughs> that it gives you a jackpot. Yeah, try to if you hit three toadies, then you're not getting any extra lives. But if you get one Mario, it's like these are all hidden. You didn't yeah, give like, me any shot. Like there are six things shuffle. on the screen, six options yeah. on the screen. You're gonna pick them blindly. And if you pick a wrong one, oh, too bad. But like, it doesn't matter because you don't actually need any of the extra lives or anything. But I'm just saying, like, it's not fun. It doesn't add anything. Jordan, my favorite, know. one of my favorite. I don't even know if I would call it a guilty pleasure. One of my favorite modern things, save stating, is, is just oh, failed the bonus game. Nope, I didn't. I'm gonna reload a save state, or I'm gonna rewind. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. There's like, something there's weirdly, no point. there's something weirdly satisfying to me to cheat at these bonus games and retro games now. Oh my goodness, there's <laughs> no just, point though. You don't need the nope, extra lives. Fail. Nope, didn't fail. I got, I got, I got seven pairs every time. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, I didn't fail the slot machine. Well, there you go. That that's it for me for what the game doesn't do well. I don't <laughs> like the morph segments. I didn't like the mini games, and the sound effects seemed very lackluster for a Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I have one more point, and I don't know how to articulate. There was something weirdly exhausting about this game. I would not have finished this game, and I haven't in the past, if it weren't for doing it for the podcast. Like oh. there is something about like. People really love Yoshi's Island. Yeah. And I've wanted to like understand that for a while. But every time prior to this, nah. 
like and I don't know what that is. Do you think that it's not like a challenge enough for you or something? Because I am the exact opposite. Like I said, I really enjoyed this game. Yeah. I the day after and a couple days after, like I kept being like, oh, I should pick that up and play some more. Which is crazy because I was on vacation, like yeah. hiking in the mountains in New Mexico. Like I was not bored or lacking for fun things to do. I just genuinely <laughs> enjoyed I was hiking. I was hanging out outside. I wasn't bored. No, I'm just no, saying, I'm like, just, I wasn't just sitting around being like, I <laughs> guess I can play some more Yoshi. I just don't, like, by the end of it, and part of it was because I had to finish it for the episode, but by, by the end of it, I was just like, I just, I feel like this game is holding me up from, like, getting through the levels. It's, like, forcing me into situations I don't want to be in. Um, I finished the first world, and I was like, I don't want more of this right now. Oh my god. Like that's how I've just like there's there are certain games that people really love that yeah. I just I like I try to It didn't click with you. Yeah. It just like I'm glad this game exists. And a a term that I heard recently for the first time, I think, was cozy games. You liked looking at it, but you didn't like playing it. I like I love looking at it, but there's just something about it that's not scratching a certain itch where it's like I think traditional Super Mario games are just like they're challenging and they're they're the level design is tight and you you know clearly what you're doing. It doesn't feel like the game is forcing you to do to jump through a bunch of hoops, sometimes literally, to get through the level. It was just like, how long is this one gonna be? Yeah. What are they gonna do here? The weird transitions where the you have to like go inside the platforms and the game will pause for a second and then reveal. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's like <laughs> it was slow. It, like, it was weird to have that slowdown. It wasn't like slow down. Slowdown from, and you're like exiting it and it's happening again. And then you're jumping into another one and it's happening again. It wasn't like slow down based on like too much stuff happening on screen. Like it was like this weird transition, transition where yeah. the, there's like hidden rooms or hidden areas that are like essential for the level sometimes to go yeah. through. And it's like this weird start stop thing that happens. But yeah, there's just something about this game, man, where I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how to say it, but I just wasn't compelled to play more. I didn't feel like the game was like pulling me forward into it or I was excited to keep playing it. It just, I'm not getting a hundred percent of all of the things at any of these levels, like all the daisies or all the, yeah, all the coins. Like there's always like one that I miss. There's just something about it where maybe cause the levels are a lot longer in this, then there's only six worlds. So what's the, the how long to beat time was what on this? It was like eight hours. Like eight hours. Do you know what the how long to beat time is on like Super Mario World? Super Mario World says five hours to beat Five hours. So, <laughs> so this was long. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. It's just this game didn't feel very tight to me. I'm The level design's not even bad in it. Like this game is polished and well-made and I actually, I like what this game is. Yeah. And I think it's just my preferences for what I want from a platformer is not this, which is, it's not even that like, oh, it's super easy. It's, it's all the exploration. I don't know. There's just something about it where I was not not getting my typical, like, I enjoy platformers from this particular game. And even like, because people on Discord also said the same thing. Like, there's something about this game that's exhausting. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, this and then I saw two people had posted a uh, 100 emoji, like as a reaction to that comment. And it's like, then you and your alt account aren't allowed to just, you know, <laughs> right. To go call, sock puppeting. Yeah. To go sock puppeting and calling a game exhausting. So yeah, I don't know. Like maybe people know what I'm talking about, but like there's, 
there's something about it where I'm just like, ah, and that's what's, that's why I've never finished this game before well, for now. It's like, it's interesting. Cause there are a lot yeah. of people who love this game. Yep. I'm one of them. I think that you're really going to have to, if you're out there and you're like, I don't know, like the nice thing is you can try it for yourself. If you have a switch, everyone's got a switch these days. <laughs> so jump on the switch online and try it yeah. out for yourself but, because we've got some differing opinions here, but I definitely yeah. see where you're coming from. And I think that you see, I do. I'm glad this game, game exists. Yeah. Like I really am. I like that. I want to like this game more. That's what I'll say. There and I'm go. glad that it exists. And the problem isn't the problem isn't necessarily the game. I think that is a good place to leave it and we can uh, move on to the All rest right. of our episode. Let's move on to the rest of the show. All right, Dan, what would you pay for the experience that you just had with Yoshi's Island? Um, Yoshi's Island. How am I feeling about you? Like there's some, like, man, I really want to like this game. I'm glad that I finished it. I'm, I'm really glad that I finally got this done. This yeah. was, I don't want to say it was like a gaming bucket list, but it was like games to play before you die. Like you should really play this one. And I'm glad that I now know what it's like to finish Yoshi's Island. Um, man, what would I pay for a for a physical Super Nintendo cartridge yeah. copy of this? Sure. Uh, like 10 to $12. I think it's a well-made game. Yeah. I'm right at the same spot, which is ironically low for you and high for me. So yeah. it evens out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just stick with your gut. Just I 10 know, to 12. <laughs> it feels just feels like it doesn't feel like I had that good of a time, but it feels like it's a good game that I just don't enjoy. Yeah. Like, which is a weird thing to say. Like, this is a good game. I don't like it. That's fine. That's a mature thing to say. <laughs> what about you? I'm right, I'm right there you, too. 10 to 12? Yeah. 10, well, no, I'll just say 10. I'm 10. not going, tw- I mean, 12. Yeah, don't, yeah. Get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. I didn't win the lottery or yeah. anything. What do you think a loose copy of this is going for on Super Nintendo? I feel like this is kind of one of those games that is surprisingly stable and not like horribly expensive. Um, I feel like this floats in the, like the 18 to 25 ish range usually. Uh, no, no. For, $41. 41. Loose. Yeah. 41. Complete. You're looking at 134. Okay. Well just don't. Yeah. Uh, there is a not for resale version, which is only a loose Ooh. cartridge. There is no box or anything. Yeah. $134 for that as well. So you can get oh. a loose not for resale for the same yeah. price as a complete get, regular. Get the kiosk version. Uh, there's something called a big box edition, which had a whole bunch of extra stuff. Kind of looks like a collector's edition kind okay. of thing. $390. Yeah, that's have. the one you should go for. Yeah. I have it. Uh, the PAL is actually the reasonable one here. Oh. Coming in at $29 for loose 71 complete, like half the price. 29 There you go. And Yikes. the most reasonable of all, Super Famicom, $11. $11. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. The GBA version, uh, $18 loose. $60 complete. Yikes. There's also a not for resale version of that. $14. Okay. That might be your best option if you're just trying to get a copy. Well, I mean, no. Well, switch online is your right. best option. Uh, $48. There's a player's choice version of the GBA. Okay. And $29 again on PAL. PAL, GBA and SNES loose copies, All both right. $29. The, the GBA, like if you need to play the physical version of this, then like, yeah, go for GBA and whatever. Play it on your Retron Five, which because everybody games all the retro, oh, yeah. all, the, all the retro gamers play on a 
there's play, they've play, sold play almost the as many five. as like the Switch has sold <laughs> seven billion copies, and yeah. the Retron Five has sold six billion copies, I think, <laughs> roughly. Six billion. Yeah. No, I was, I was <laughs> thinking about this the other day, like just the, the the nature of this show now, and I'm like, man, like Switch Online, yeah, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Physical, probably not worth it. Yeah. GBA, maybe. But I was like, I don't know. I feel it's, at this it's point interesting to kind of think about the, the worth it or worthless question in 2023. Yeah. Because it's you have not just purely based on physical copies as, as much as it was when the show first started, which is great because yeah. I mean, unless you're a collector, you're going to be, you're going to have a higher appetite for you know yeah. spending that kind of money if you're a collector. Yeah. But for those of us who just want to enjoy these games and not really deal with the hassle of stuff, collecting and keeping physical media and yeah, all that just, kind of you stuff. Just play the game legit. The, the, the Nintendo Switch Online. The subscription legit. service definitely adds yeah. a little wrinkle to it. Yeah. But I mean a lot of these games you can still buy individually or part of a collection. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Super Nintendo Mini is another way. Yeah, that's the thing that Mini. exists, I guess. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say worth it for playing it on the switch yep <laughs> i'm not that's what i'm not say. worth it if you're talking about 41 dollars to play on super nintendo or something yeah i would rather spend that 41 on some i'd rather put that towards like a, a different more expensive game if i'm gonna drop 41 dollars towards super nintendo games i'm gonna skip yoshi's island and, and maybe put that towards a nice copy sunset riders which is yeah. probably overpriced well, uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> or maybe the the Super Nintendo version of Knights of the Round. Oh yeah, I mean you'd get like a third of that. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> you could buy one third of a cartridge. But I'm gonna put that towards Snow, my Snow Brothers savings. Oh my, my Snow Brothers savings. Yeah. So well, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a worth it. It's a digital worth it for me. Physical worthless. <laughs> digital worth it for me. <laughs> how I mean, how many games can we give physical worth it to anymore? I hate, I hate that. Hurts my soul. The pool is getting smaller and smaller. I hate. I hate it. I'm. I'm feel so conflicted because it's just like embrace digital, Dan. Just embrace it. I basically have like, oh, the Cowabunga collection. Let's go. Like, yeah, Yeah. that's the way. That's the way to do it. Yep. I want to be more proponent of physical, but it's hard. 2023. Yeah. Jordan, next episode. We got we got Mega Man X. I'm how like, you, how you feeling about the Mega Man franchise? I have are been you? very cautious about Mega Man. Yeah. I, I'm I know that it is like has not been my thing in the past, but I'm excited to actually like dig in and actually play through this game and to see what it's all about. So yeah. I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay excited with to it. play a good Super Nintendo platformer. I'm mostly excited that we're not playing <laughs> a bad uh, Star Wars game for yeah. me. So I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. A bad Star Wars game. Like that's like a, an overlap. Yeah. We, we do may the force be with you. We do. We almost had maybe not because you can go over to patreon.com slash worth it or worthless or worth it or worthless.com slash Patreon. Could support us, vote on topics on the show. Uh, For May, we tied up with maybe not, which was like maybe we play a bad game or Mega May. And we took an executive decision to pick Mega Man instead of Mega May. Yeah. What Jordan doesn't know is he's probably still going to hate it. Maybe. Either way. But but at least it's a good (laughs) game and not Celebrity Deathmatch or. Some other nonsense. Yeah. Superman 64. <sighs> Superman 64. What a game. 
What? A, I'm, I can't even call it a game. What a tech demo. <laughs> what a tech demo. <laughs> what an unfinished student project. Oh, my word. Seriously. Yeah. The game's rough. Game's rough. Jordan, uh, if people want music, we have Spotify recommendation music playlists. We do. We do. You want some good music? Check out the description where hopefully there's a link to some Spotify <laughs> playlist that we made. Look out. We'll work on it. <laughs> I think I mentioned this last episode and I forgot to put it in the description, so I got to go back and fix it. But just keeping everyone like, on their toes. It's like music. If you yeah. want music, it's just like I made them like years ago and I just never talked about them. And then, like, hey, you, like guys wanna, you, you guys want to? You guys want to listen ago. to some uh, not updated playlist from a few years ago? Well, I've been updating it. That's the oh, thing. Okay, is like okay, okay. I was like, I made this, and I didn't feel like I finished it, so I never said anything. I'm saying something. If you want good video game music, check the description of the podcast for some Spotify playlist with a bunch of random stuff that you might like. Of course, Jordan, we mentioned Patreon as well. If you want early access to the extended version of these episodes, you can uh, go support us for two dollars on yeah. Patreon. Patreon.com slash worth it or worthless. Or you can spend a little bit more. Get some get some bonus content in there with, with that as well. Oh yeah. A little merch discount. Oh yeah. Napper tier. And uh also like leave us a review. If you if you <laughs> it's like if you like this show, I was like, if you hate the show. But I'm like, no, don't just don't. Just don't yeah, don't yeah, I mean if you if you if you hate the show, go leave a review on another podcast. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some random like NPR podcast. Man, I just can't stand Jordan and Dan. No. They have terrible opinions on video no. games. We're, I was thinking like, if you hate the show, go leave a nice review on somebody else's podcast. Oh, I was going to say, on the latest season of Serial, I just really can't stand Dan's opinions on Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like Yoshi's Island. I do. I, I know, do like I this know, game. I, know. I, I just, it's like, I like the, I like not playing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But I think that's, uh, I think that's gonna, that's gonna wrap it up for this, this, uh, this, this vacation to the dinosaur island. That's right. Yoshi's Island. That's what it's How called. How do Yoshi's, okay. Oh, gosh. Why, <laughs> why do Yoshi's have their own island? And why they, is it different than Dinosaur Land from Super Mario World? Because Why is Yoshi trapped in this, Dinosaur Land? Just because Nintendo in a box. Nintendo doesn't care about continuity or canon. That's why. <laughs> Do you think they're going to start caring with the Super yes. Mario Brothers? Yes. With the MCU? Maybe. And I was about to say yes, but maybe is probably more <laughs> accurate. <laughs> probably not. No. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. I really like that we saw Mario's family in the movie. Like, there's something about that that I find endearing. Just Mario having dinner with the fam, like <laughs> mushrooms. All right, I'm uh, <laughs> literally going to have to cut Dan off here because he's never going to stop talking about this movie. You guys should uh, hop on Discord and talk about the Mario Brothers movie with Dan. Somebody please. He'll probably be on his fifth viewing by the time that this episode is posted. I think I'm going to be three and done. Okay. I didn't like it as much the second time, but anyways. <laughs> he's kidding. That's gonna wrap he's up disliking our, it more and more each to Yoshi's <laughs> Island. But uh, we will see you guys in a month. We'll see you next time. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.